Thank you for tuning in to the Natural Habitat Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Thomas Hall CBD in Paso Robles, California. For all you localers out there, your locals, local yokels, or people that are, that are just passing through the central coast of California on the 101, can stop at Thomas Hall CBD, get that prime, prime. That prime. That prime prime. Is that what it's called? Sounds good. Something like that. Uh, they should really have a, oh wait, do they have a cart? Oh shit, you could fucking order it online. Oh yeah, okay, so this changes the game. You don't even need to live here, alright? You can go to Thomas Hall CBD, you can shop online, you can get this shit shipped to your fucking house. That's fucking insane. I don't even, I don't even think of that. Why get out of your pajamas these days? Yeah, why would you want to do that? Just get it shipped to your house. You can get uh, these CBD pre-rolls with raw papers, and they're infused with cannabis terpenes. So they actually smell and taste like weed instead of, you know how CBD joints kind of taste like butthole? Mm, I don't smoke CBDs. You never had, like, you never tried one just for fun? No. Oh. Well, uh, I did. The one that has, like, the green filter looks like a Marlboro and has a pot leaf on it. And they come in, like, a pack. Okay. But uh, they're CBD cigarettes. Okay. That makes sense, though. They're gross. I think I've seen them at the the store or whatever. Yeah. They're not good. But these will actually smell and taste like weed, which is fucking bomb. That's pretty cool. You can get all kinds of uh, topicals (coughs) and... Creams and edibles and vapes and stuff. And their big thing is that their CBD products are made from a full spectrum of, you know, their CBD, CBG, THC, THCA, CBD1, like all these different, you know, compounds in cannabis. A lot of people just take CBD out. And put it in their products. Right. But what they do is they infuse these products with all of it. And then they take out, you know, the THC and all the psychoactive stuff, but leave in all of the full spectrum multi-beneficial shit. So you're getting all the other compounds as well as the CBD. And that's how you get this like really potent stuff. That's why the pre-rolls taste good. That's why everything works way better because this shit is made in an actual different way than a lot of other places. And most of the places around. Yeah. I went there and he like broke it down to me. It was a trip. So check them out. ThomasHallCBD.com. You can shop on their website. Um, for I guess I should probably introduce you. This is Styles is here with me for the beginning of this episode. Hey, uh, if you if you've been in here in Rogue Media eight hundred five recording studio, uh, and uh, multimedia facility, uh, extraordinaire, extravaganza, um, place of business, <laughs> then you've probably seen him at the table rolling joints. Usually blunts. I mean blunts. Yeah, we don't usually roll joints unless they're raw papers. Yeah, I guess it just kind of came out rolling joints, came out natural. But mostly rolling blunts. It sounded about right, but... <clears throat> and, uh, 
you know, he's a regular regular fixture here at the studio. Always chilling, always hanging out. He's my cousin, and uh, I think uh, I think you've been on the podcast once. We've recorded like five episodes. Maybe that I never ma- came I ma- out. I made a. I think you made an appearance one. once. I think you came into on the end of one yeah. one time. You're like real reclusive. You know what I mean? You're always ninjaing around. Hey, I got I got to be busy all the time, you know? Mm-hmm. Keep yourself active. That's right. And you could stay extra active with Thomas Hall CBD. Thomas Hall CBD. And then once you're done being active and you're trying to chill, hit up Dub's Green Garden. Definitely hit up Dub's Green Garden. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if you are in the Central Coast area, this is, okay, now Thomas Hall CBD, we found out that's for everyone. Yeah. Anyone in the world could use that. This one, just for here, Central Coast, they have a, a new location in South County, I think. So no matter where you are in the 805, you can get Dub's Green Garden, and they have top-shelf flower. Some of the best best on the Central Coast, definitely, yeah. definitely fire. You can't go wrong with them at all. No, no, no. And he always has a bunch of Corova. Lots of Corova cookies and flowers and shit. And he got a new Corova drop recently. Four strains. Pie Ho, Whipped Cherries, Maltov Cocktail, and Sunday Driver. So, I'm excited for these. I'm going to try one of these for sure. Or all of them. Yeah, it's probably going to be more like all of them. Yeah. So, we'll probably... How about we hit them up. I'll get two, you get two. And then we'll we'll try them out. Swap it up, try it out. But uh, you can hit up Dub's Green Garden, find them on Weed Maps, or call 855-DUBS-420. D-U-B-S-420. Sucker! <laughs> so, before we get into this episode, I got a story to tell you. This shit's crazy, alright? I'm ready. Because you know about this, you know, more than anyone, because you've been... You know, behind the scenes, we're filming a new music video. Okay. And you've been, you know, you've yeah. been there helping out and fucking doing this and that with it. Well, the other night, we went out and got some drone shots, and you ended up not coming. You stayed home, and you said, I'm going to stay home. I ate a, sleep. ate a big, big quesadilla, and I have to shit for hours, is what you said. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, whatever, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> and then you were going to sleep. So... We went out there, and uh, we had this dude, Coleman, help us out with the drone shots. Super cool dude. His drone went up. Camera fucking went out. Hey, that's something right there. No way. Think about it. Okay, that actually goes with... With what you're just talking about right now. Yeah. Yeah, that's... uh... Here, let me see if I can turn this back on. Let me tell you something. <laughs> the camera just cut out on this. All right. We're back, maybe. So so we go out there. Coleman, he's getting some dope shots with this uh, drone. He has, like, a top-of-the-line Phantom drone. He has his license, like, pilot's license for it and shit. And we go out there, and it says that we're in a military zone. We're in a no-fly zone, that it's military airspace out okay. there. That makes sense. So, it pretty much is like fly with caution, don't go too high, and this is your warning. So, when we go 
if we end up talking to you and arresting you later, <laughs> you've, you've been warned. This is your official warning you right now. You have no options out of this. Yeah. If you, if you fuck this up. There's no, oh, I didn't, I didn't know. You know what I mean? So he's like, okay, cool. And he uh, starts flying. Up. <coughs> Everything's good. We get some footage. We go into that little shed area out there. Yeah. And then uh, all of it. Was the camera cut out again? I think it did. It, I heard a, it, it beeped, right? I heard it beep. Oh, shit. It says it's still the recording. Light, the light's still blinking, though, so. So we go out there. When he's in the, when he's doing the shots inside the shed, it's like pushing him away from the wall. And he's like, I don't have any object sensors on this thing. Like, it'll just hit things. Like, it's, it's not like it was forcing itself away from the wall. He tried to go through the doorway and it like, you know, was forcing it out of the doorway. Okay. Yeah. And he was like, this is weird. Like, it totally shouldn't work like this. And then he couldn't record. Like, it like wouldn't. nothing was working? Yeah. Like, we were recording, everything was fine, and then all of a sudden it wouldn't record. And then it would record again. And then the battery died. It went from fucking 80% to zero. Was what, Were you guys cold out there all of a sudden? Was it like, did it feel like the temperature dropped a little bit? Yeah, it was freezing out there, but it didn't drop extra. Okay. But we, uh, just all kinds of like weird shit, right? Mm-hmm. And you know what happened with the Scovilles last time. Yeah. Yeah, we don't have to talk about it. <laughs> we don't have to talk about it. But something happened. Since okay, you brought it up. With the Scovilles. Did you visit them again? No. You should have. I didn't. All right, I stayed away. That's where you failed. It's just okay. We don't have to talk about it. So <laughs> they wanted to, they wanted you to return to visit, man. Okay, okay. I got so you. So it's uh, it's a one and done. So gotcha. we uh, everything was just like being sabotaged, right? Mm-hmm. Then we, you know, charge it up, get everything going again. We go down the road to the intersection. Okay, and I uh, we set everything up there. Coleman turns his drone back on, you know, and <coughs> fires it up. We're flying around, doing these shots. Everything's good. And then all of a sudden, the drone just goes up and up. And it goes past these power lines. Then it's like real close. And then up and up. And then it stops and hovers. And then it drops down and then just shoots down the road towards the cemetery. <laughs> all right? Right towards the Scovilles. And fucking... He's like, oh, no, fuck, fuck. And he's like mashing the buttons. And I go, what's what's happening here? And he goes, it's going home. It says that it's returning home. So when the battery dies, it saves enough battery to get back to where you launched it from. And he was like, but I launched it from here. Like, it was powered off. I launched it from the intersection. This is home. That's not home. It was like the old home in the parking lot. So... It just zoomed towards the parking lot where there's no cars, no anything. It's just dark down there. And we see it zooming, and then it hits a tree, and then hits the ground. And we hear the propellers spinning on the ground, and he can't stop it. It's like an automatic go-home mode. And luckily, everything was fine. We found it, and it was good, like... Couple scratches. Yeah, no big yeah. Deal. you fucking pissed off the Scovels for but not going Scovels, back and visiting. Scovels were mad, <laughs> and that shit was oh, shit. almost sabotaged. Hey, that shit happens around us all the time, bro. We just don't notice it. But we got a, uh, we got some great 
footage. That's that. That's intense, though, if you think about it. <laughs> uh. Yeah, it was nuts. Check uh, check this one out. So like when it pulls away at the end is super dope. You have to cut that light out of there. <laughs> but you know what I mean. But it looks super clean with the drone shots. Coleman killed it. Yeah, hell yeah. So any of you rappers out there, if you need music videos, Coleman will hook it up with drone shots. Coleman's so, the way to go. Yeah, you can hit us up. Awesome tie. We'll do your video for you. Coleman will do the drone shots. Ty also just got a drone. So we do double drones. You ever double up on a drone shot? No. A menage drone? I don't know. Imagine like having an action shot happening and you got two drone angles at the same time. That would be sweet. That'd be pretty crazy. You could do a lot with that. Yeah. That's for sure. Talk about a double drone backflip. Talk about it. Can Can you do one? Talk about it real quick. How am I supposed to talk about it? I haven't done one. I'm fucking huge, dude. A double drone backflip? Oh, wait. I don't have a drone. Do you have two drones? I don't have any drones. Talk about it. So, we're going to have to get that drone action going on. uh, Double drones and everything. You know what I mean? Uh, (laughs) Awesome tie. Coleman, hit us up. We'll get at you. Get at them. Make everything happen. Flat out. There it is. All right, well, speaking of Awesome Ty, today we got Awesome Ty and William Waffles, and uh, we're talking NASCAR. <laughs> NASCAR. Kind of. I don't know, man. Uh, this was a mess of an episode. <laughs> it really was. I'll tell you what. Let's do it. I don't drink soda. Wrenches and gears, we're talking wrenches and gears. All of you queers, we're talking wrenches and gears. Today on uh, Wrenches and Gears, we're talking about the NASCAR 500, am I right? That's right. What's up? The NASCAR NASCAR. 500. We got our special guest, William Waffles, in the house. Hey. Say hello. Hey, how we doing today? NASCAR is uh, America's pastime, as they say. That's right. They also say it's, uh, it's, it's a great place. To wrench your gears. You got you got your pit stops. Oh. <laughs> I tell you, know, you what. You know, I, I, t- I love nothing more than watching someone go 158 miles an hour in a big circle for eight hours. Oh, they go a lot faster than that, my man. Ooh, try 170 miles an 158 hour. 158 and three quarters. How yeah. you doing? <laughs> oh, so let's see. Pit stop. Favorite parts of a pit stop. Let's see, you pull up, right? You got your zippities. The tires. The tires. The tires. Big tall gas tank, right? Whoa. How you get so much gas in there? How you pick that up? Then you got zing zing zing. They come off. They go back on. You gotta cool down. You got your sockets. You got your sprockets. Yeah. You got your Davy Crockett. Oh yeah. Hands down, the most impressive part of a whole pit stop is the in and out. Oh, in and out. Oh, hey. Ooh, boy. Don't tell me now here, now, there, in and out there. Look, so you're, t- wait, hold on. You're telling me 
that when you go through a pit stop in NASCAR and they're doing the zing zing on the tires, the they're pulling things, they're wrenching gears, you also get a double double with fries and a shake. Animal style. Animal style? I never knew that. It makes you greasy on the thing, and then the steering wheel flies right out of your hands out the window of the car. Well, that, that's why they <laughs> Those got are the good burgers, Walter. Because the they got the greasy shits. Oh, all right. That actually makes a lot of sense. And you learned it here on Wrenches and Gears. Wrenches and Gears, we're talking wrenches and gears. Wrenches and gears, we're talking wrenches and gears. Not the strongest episode of Wrenches and Gears. No. That not, was, the, not the weakest, though. Do you think that maybe Wrenches and Gears has jumped the shark, as they say, and is on the, the downward spiral? Possibly. I mean... If Man, you, talk about aging yourself. Do you know how many people don't know what that term is referencing? Jump, jumping the shark? I think yeah. that that was a great episode it, it, of Happy At this Days. point, it's, it's become it was part of the pop episode. culture lexicon as an expression more so than the actual reference, you know what I mean? Can we watch that real quick, actually? Fonzie, Fonzie jumping, jumping yeah, the shark? absolutely we can. <laughs> Man, what a, what a like epic moment of television history. Let's put a shark in a fucking in a pool, and then I'll jump it with my bike. No, he jumps it on water skis. Yeah, he does. Here does he? Yeah. He didn't jump it. He didn't jump like the pool with his bike. No, no. For some reason, it's water skis, <laughs> which makes it even better. Oh, uh, now I I have something completely different in my mind of what happened. To me, we're like like him him doing it on his bike would have like made sense. Yeah, to me, we're like <laughs> in the alleyway where they all hung out outside the burger shack. Oh, you just thought there was like a shark out there? In like a pool, like a big pool. I, I visually remember this. That it was like, hey, everyone come see the shark. It was like like an evil Knievel stunt. Yeah, and he fucking jumped the shark with his bike. I could have swore that's what happened. Okay, so now right now we're just in a regular, you know. Fonzie's out here. He's water skiing in a leather jacket, just living living his best life. I mean, that's pretty on brand for Fonzie. Yeah, one hundred percent. And I mean, this he's, just looks like a great Saturday. He, he's water skiing on the ocean. Yeah, not in a lake. No, no, no. This is ocean water skiing, which you don't see a lot. You really don't. Now that you think about it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Oh man! Oh, there's that fucking shark. Look at that! Shark. Oh shit! <laughs> Holy fuck! Oh, one-handed like a boss. Okay, so and they kept they kept the shark shark in this little circle that they created with the buoys. <laughs> yeah. Is he like netted in those buoys? Yeah, I believe so. He's in this little <laughs> spot, so he can't go out of there. Fonzie so can why jump is him. like I, I need more context for this episode? Why is yeah. why is he attempting this stunt? Yeah, it's, why is the shark there? What's the end game here? Man, that coast looks really familiar. Well, the woman was wearing a hat that says California, so naturally you gotta assume that it's really California. Although it probably was. Oh, he gave the thumbs up. Yeah, what was that? Thumbs up. There it is. Hey. Wait, and then it, hey. then it was the other hand that he was... Look. Did he, did he switch it? <laughs> yeah, it cuts over. Like, it does a little smash cut to the wrong side. Yep. Good old continuity error. <laughs> so much buildup. Lots of buildup. <laughs> it's like he was, he was just a few feet away from this ramp a couple seconds ago, right? Like, like back here, he was 
lining it up, getting ready. Yeah, and see, there's there's people with that shark. Yeah, I never noticed that. There's like like divers with the shark. Here, let's hear this. Uh, let's hear this dialogue real quick. Maybe it'll explain something. Look at that shark, Potts. Yeah. How could you accept the challenge? It wasn't me. It was you. I know. I know. So Ralph Mouth <laughs> accepted some sort of challenge on Fonz's behalf, and Fonz had to basically go save the day. Is what I'm gathering. Yeah. That, the that's challenge like to every, Ralph Mouth, every episode though, and, like, of, of the, the Happy Days ever. <laughs> Fucking Ralph Mouth just getting everybody in a pickle. <laughs> He's ready to make the jump. Yeah, we're all ready for him to make the jump. I mean, how did they lure the shark into the into the circle with like chunks? Oh, here it comes! Here it comes! <laughs> <laughs> Damn, Dag. <coughs> Boom. Good six <coughs> clearance to spare. Oh, did you tight see that? That's fucking impressive. He threw up a little tight, tight butthole white power <laughs> at him at the end. Yeah, he did. Do you think that, yeah, for sure, for sure, what was Ron Howard's name in this show? Potsy? Mm hmm. We'll say Ron Howard. <laughs> or Chachi is Chachi a thing? Uh, the yeah, Chachi was one of them. Yeah, I think it's Chachi. Chachi. Was I think Chachi would have been think. a proud boy. Or was that the chick? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Here, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to find out why the fawns jumped the shark. It should be. Um. It should be like explained in the episode, right? Or something like that. I'm sure there's some sort of cliff note. It just says that uh, the character Fonzie jumps over a shark while on water skis. This gimmick strayed absurdly outside the original storyline of the sitcom. So this is just the, f the phrase jumping the shark and what it means. But either way, I think uh, I don't think Wrenches of Gears has got to that point quite yet. You know, we've stayed pretty on par and, you know, in our in our wheelhouse of wrenches and gears. I think once we start doing wrenches and gears about like, you know animals what? and stuff, then I, I think was going to go into a whole other bit, but I'll, if, I'll save it for another. If time. we do a wrenches and gears about like a shark, then we possibly might have jumped the shark. Right. Yeah. Uh, you were about to take us. You were about to do it. I was it? gonna do a whole other wrenches and gears bit where I was like, you know, you call a wheelhouse a garage. <laughs> Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. That was it. <laughs> uh, wrenches and gears. We're talking wrenches and. All right, now you say something. You set me up with something wheelhouse right. again. Hey, welcome to wrenches and gears, where everything wrenches and gears is right in our wheelhouse. We're here talking about them. You How know, are you? Dying? You know, a wheelhouse, also known as a. Gay rush. Hey. You see what I did there? Because yeah. uh -huh. a wheelhouse, you know, you keep your, your, your wheels in the garage. Wheels, garage. Okay. Yeah. That's all coming together. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Totally worth doing a whole other episode of Wrenches and Gears yeah. for. I feel like that one was way better than the first one. <laughs> it was. <laughs> we could probably just, like, flip them. Take we the just cut out, out that first one out? Yeah, yeah, we can cut the first one out, start with that. Is it for, like, are. a rainy day? Mm-hmm. Welcome to the Natural Habitat Podcast. This will be the new beginning. My name is Mikey Booyah. A new hope. 
my name is Mikey Booyah, A New Hope. <laughs> that's, my, that's my new my new artist name. We are joined from Oregon by William Waffles. Up the here Revenge on the of the screen. Sith. And Awesome tie across the table. Do you go to that coffee back. shop where they have the, the strippers serving coffee? You know what? I actually started working right down by my favorite one again. And I, thought, I haven't been in yet, but uh, I've been planning to. I thought you were going to say that you started working at the coffee shop. Oh, dude, I have voluptuous titties. That would have been great. Well. Could you imagine if, like, if you had one of those, like, if we had one here of, you know, just a lingerie little coffee house shop thing. And then one day you pull up and you find Bill there in, like, Daisy Duke shorts and a bikini top. And it's just like, yo, bro, what do you want? And I feel like because of the goddamn liberals, I mean, like the ultra liberals, that's like a distinct possibility nowadays. Yeah. It's like, you know, we really don't want to see that, but we have to say, you know, oh, this is fine. Mm-hmm. This is fine. I'm okay with this. <laughs> we don't want to see that, but we have to say this is fine because gender is a construct in 2019. Yeah. And in always, I guess. Do you guys, you guys are aware that gender is not real, yeah? Well, I mean, neither is time, so... I mean, both of those things are kind of real. <laughs> no, no, actually, standardized timing just started because the railroads all needed to be on time at the same place at their stops. That's why America has time. So, yeah, time time is just a construct of what we want it to fucking be. Yeah, but it's all, it's a thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, So are cheeseburgers, but, I mean, they're not yeah. real. We're all, we're all part of the fucking matrix, right? Cheeseburgers are absolutely real. We're all okay. just fucking batteries for the machine, dude. Yeah, I could see that. But at least the machine gave us cheeseburgers. I guess. I thank yeah. and pray to the machine gods and thank them for cheeseburgers. I'm, I'm pretty stoked on cheeseburgers. Yeah. I mean, who wouldn't Fuck be? yeah. In you and out. I mean? You know, in and out's good. Vegans. Yeah. And this is why a lot of people become NASCAR drivers in the first place. You get those free cheeseburgers. Yeah, you pit stop. Pit stop cheeseburgers. Dude. Free double double animal styles all fucking day long, bro. Mm-hmm. So, um, I was looking at uh, I was looking at these trendies today, and CBD was on the trending list on uh, on I believe YouTube, and I thought that you know maybe there's uh, maybe there's some new regulation going on, maybe there's uh, you know some new evidence that we found or something like that or some new benefits. But it turns out that Kim Kardashian just had a CBD-themed baby shower. She's and having another baby? I don't know. Man, well, or, or well that's she... dumb. She's yeah, dumb. Right? I was very disappointing. All the stories were all Kim Kardashian, CBD, she's having another baby. I don't know. But yeah, God damn it. I know that uh, I recently saw someone uh, doing a review of the... Of like the 70 questions with Kim and Kanye. It was from like Vogue magazine or something. And Kanye didn't look real. I'm pretty sure Kanye is a clone. Clonye. Him and uh, Kid Boo, that rapper kid. You know what else is not a real thing? Uh, Kanye told me this. <laughs> Slavery. Oh, yeah. Slavery. Not Didn't happen. <laughs> or, or pigeons. Pid- pigeons? Yeah, apparently pigeons aren't real. In 2019, all pigeons are like government spies. Oh yeah, I, I think I've heard that somewhere. They're like cameras. Yeah, like yeah. Drones. They're they're like they're like drones, and and they have like CPUs in them and fucking cameras and mics. I saw a diagram the other day online. Should fucking we go out and mind. try to kill a pigeon? <laughs> I I know that uh, someone 
brought this up in uh, probably meme form recently, and it makes a good point, that you never see baby pigeons. That's true. Pigeons are always the same size. And you never see those Goodfellows pigeons from, from Animaniacs. No, <laughs> never. They, t- they sound like Joe Pesci. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they never sound like Joe Pesci. Yeah. I've never seen a single pigeon that has like a rough accent like that. Have you? No, that's what I'm saying. They're yeah. they're completely. It's crazy. It's almost as if they're not real. Have you guys seen Oliver and Company? Yes. Yeah. That's where the dog. I've never right? seen a. I've yeah. never seen a a dog that sings like Billy Joel either. Never. Not one time. Well, I don't know. Maybe I, I mean have. on Oliver and Company. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I've seen a couple of uh, episodes of America's Funniest Home Videos where dogs get pretty close to singing like Billy Joel. Uh-huh. That's just Bob uh-huh. Saget doing the voiceover. <laughs> Do you think so? Every single time? Yeah. For all the videos? Man, or have, just have the you dog guys ones? seen, I just have you seen Bob, Bob Saget's like, I don't know if it's on Hulu or CBS or Netflix, but Bob Saget has a new show where he watches videos. No. And it's And it's like for adults. It's like yeah. videos they couldn't show back in the day. Plus, and, and like because he came out and said he was a pervert like two or three years before everybody started getting in trouble for being a pervert, mm-hmm. he's like accepted. I watched it and it, it was like... It's okay. It's not quite as like dark and fucked up as you would hope it is. It's like... Yeah. It's like R-rated, I it's, would It's say. him making booby jokes. Yeah. More like, yeah, like, yeah. So it's Instead not, of him like making jokes of the kid falling on its face, it's, he's like, it's, a, it's oh, like a little bit more edgy videos. than America's Funniest Home Videos, but not like yeah. quite like not, HBO style comedy. So it's not anything close to how his stand up was. No, like he used okay, to have God, like ruthless fucking stand up. No, this is still like a network show. It's just yeah, it's like, 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 like eleven you could, o'clock or you some could shit. You can see where he like pokes at like darker or like more sexual sense of humor. Yeah, it says he it's just on, can't uh, go there. It's on ABC and it's called Videos After Dark. Hosted by Bob Saget. But uh, I don't know. I'm going to have to check it out. I know that I've been getting down on the new Twilight Zones recently. Yeah, I still haven't checked that out. Uh, Get the seven-day free trial and then pull a WWE network where you just just sign up with a new email every week. Because I've I've done three different emails with the same PayPal and haven't paid. (laughs) So... Boom. Free I've been trial. trying to find the time to watch Cobra Kai season two. Just because it's only nine $9.99 for a month of CBS or whatever, but I can't think of a single thing on there besides the Twilight Zone that I want to watch. Their big thing is like the Big Bang Theory. Why don't you just torrent it? That's uh, too much work. Huh. I could just watch it on my Xbox like with the app, CBS app. So it's, uh, it's really good. They fucking they killed it for sure. Have you been watching it yet, Bill? No, not yet. You gotta see it. The we're, we're we're pumping through a bunch of uh, Netflix shit because we're gonna cancel Netflix for a couple of months, and then pick it back up when Stranger Things comes out, or what? Uh, I think I think we might push off on it for like a year or so. Uh, let some let a couple of shows build up on it. It's yeah. not a bad uh, idea. I'm I'm kind of. We're we're kind of like putting putting our eggs in uh, Disney at this point. Oh yeah, the new streaming service. We're waiting for Disney Plus to come out. <laughs> I've been wanting to cancel Hulu for months now, but like Handmaid's Tale is like about to come back. Oh either so, next month so, or this month. So Disney has a seventy percent stake in Hulu. 
So when who when Disney Plus drops, they're going to be doing a some kind of a package. I don't know how much the package will be yet, but it'll be uh, Disney Plus, ESPN Plus, and Hulu. Yeah. So that's more than enough fucking viewing on my end that I need. Yeah, for sure. I, I won't watch any ESPN shit. I mean, unless they have like ESPN Ocho, where they like follow like curling or some shit. Mm-hmm. The eight. Yeah. ESPN. Eight. I don't remember what movie that was from, but it's from a movie. I think it was Dodgeball. Yeah. But, uh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a good movie. It yeah, was. It yeah, I totally forgot about that movie. Right? Mm-hmm. If you could dodge a wrench, you could dodge a ball. <laughs> dodge, dip, duck, dive, and dodge. The five yep. D's of Dodgeball. Patches O'Houlihan. <laughs> These are all references from that movie, if nobody's seen that. Yeah. That was three fucking rapid fire references. <laughs> uh, yeah, fucking yesterday, uh, I went golfing with Matt and Josh, uh, our good friends Carefree and Styles, and we just went out to the driving range and just got like buckets of balls, and <laughs> buckets of balls. Yeah, there was balls on that. There's balls on the grass. There's balls on it. Yep. Yeah. If there's grass on the field, you play you ball. put balls on the grass. Yeah. Yeah. There's balls on it. We had tees out there. Balls on that. Just you just plop your balls on the ground like it wasn't no shit. They're everywhere, and we were just constantly making ball jokes, uh, making all kinds of racist jokes because we were like doing. We were on some white people shit playing golf, and all, everyone out there was just old white men. You know, like the best us. golfer of all time is black, right? Uh, half black. Can't. Dude, Happy <laughs> Gilmore is white as fuck, bro. Who? Happy, Happy Gilmore? Gilmore is white as fuck. The best golfer of all time, Happy Happy yeah. Gilmore. Yeah. Happy Gilmore. No, I I I do know that, and Tiger Woods definitely opened the game for a lot of people to get into, besides just rich old white men that have nothing to do. But it was a predominantly white sport. Yeah. I mean, oh forever. yeah, definitely. And just hey, everybody ha- there. Happy Gilmore taught us that it was okay to be poor and play golf. Yeah, true. And I definitely felt judged uh, being there yesterday. Did you play with a with a, a a hockey a hockey thing a hockey stick? <laughs> yeah, it was it was whatever like, they call them. I had it made specially by a good friend of mine named Chubbs, and he made it for me for my birthday. Or something. I'm just gonna reference movies this whole episode. Yep, that's another reference for a movie from 20 years ago. Yeah. Longer than that, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Twenty five, probably. That's rough, dude. I'm old as shit. Yeah. Yep. I found out the other day that uh, I got like this hundred dollar bill, and it looked kind of sus. Like I was looking at it, and it looked a little strange. And I was like, "Is this even legit?" And it had the blue strip on it, but it was a two thousand nine. And I was like, "There's no way that the blue strip was around in two thousand nine. It was. That's when they started it." Hmm. And like I, when I found that out, I felt a uh, fucking hundred years old, because <laughs> I was like, that seems like just five years ago when they Dude, implemented I, that. I reference like cartoons and movies from my childhood at work. It reminds me of uh, that show, frequent uh, frequent guest on the Colgate Comedy Hour. Oh yeah, did a panel, <laughs> did a panel with the voice of the Roadrunner. Have you seen that new show? Uh, you should. What is it? I think you should leave. Yeah, I think you should leave. Yeah, oh man, but I think you it's should so leave. good. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, how do you not know this? 
we listened to his whole album that night that I told you that you'll never be a good writer because you're not creative. <laughs> that you're addicted to your phone. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Howie. Oh, shit. That show's great. Yeah. For anybody who hasn't seen, I think you should leave with Tim Robinson on Netflix. Solid show. It definitely has that classic old, like, Ty, you compared it to The Whitest Kids You Know. Yeah, I would say, like, Tim and Eric meets The Whitest Kids You Know is how I would compare it. Yeah. I could never get into Tim and Eric. I, like, just recently, within the past, like, year, maybe two years, have found, like, a new respect for Tim and Eric. I still don't... I, I haven't, like, gone back and watched their show and became a fan or, like, you know, watched their movies or anything like that. But... I have I've realized how many things they made that I love. Like Oh yeah, they their production company makes everything. Yeah, even Nathan for you. Yeah. And Tim Heidecker fucking is like an awesome producer and writer. And I didn't realize how much shit that he made that I actually loved. So I found this like new respect for it. And then oh, they're they're great behind the scenes. They just don't belong in front of the scene. But some of their no, stuff so is solid too. Yeah, some of their stuff is great, and I think that I would like it if I went back and watched. I mean, it. it's just a very like you know like obscure, weird type of comedy that you know I could see how a lot of people don't yeah. don't enjoy it, but uh, they definitely like they they pioneered like a whole style of comedy and advertising like right now that it's like blowing up. You know what I mean? Like look at. Just like all the weird for the sake of being weird type shit that's, I mean, you see it in like Skittles commercials now, you know, like and yeah. shit nah, like that. Nah, dude, those, those, those weird ass Skittles commercials are like 10 years old, bro. Tim and Eric's like, with, body of work goes zit, back with like, like the zit face fucking Skittles. And yeah, those are super old commercials now. Tim and Eric's shit's super old too, dude. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. I mean, they've been a comedy duo since like the late '90s. This is my favorite thing from them, for sure. Oh yeah, this is a classic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now that is how you play you seven it, ball. You did it. <laughs> I tell you, what is that? You know, it sounds like to me. A lady. I can't wait for that piece of tail. <laughs> I can hear it. She sounds just right. <laughs> she sounds just right. <laughs> I get first, you get seconds. <laughs> Have you seen this, Bill? No. Oh, dude. <laughs> I can't hear it either. Oh, you, oh, can't? you can't hear it? Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, no. That sucks. Now I just see two shitty cowboys <laughs> looking in a mirror and shit. Okay, let's see. Uh, I think I might be able to fix that. Uno momentus. Blood out. Blood out. Okay, can you hear it now? Can you hear me now? Like that Veri- Verizon commercial? No. You still can't hear it? No. I, th- oh. I thought I could hear it, but that was just Ty Talk. <laughs> well, then it's not gonna be. It's not gonna be good at all. Because well, I'll check it out before this afternoon. Send me a link to the video. I'll watch that shit. Okay. I feet. I think I might be able to remember that. <laughs> We're still going to play it for the listeners. That's fine. Sounds like a lady I'm just smoking the bowl. Sounds like a lady when he's walking in the room. Now this 
Tim and Eric deserve some sort of award for their casting because they they are able to cast like the most bizarre looking like strange motherfuckers. Yeah, I guess that's probably not hard to do if you're like out of L.A. or something. You're like a place where there's a lot of weirdos, but still, they just get like the weirdest looking motherfuckers. Yeah, they just do a casting call and they just pick all the people that have never been picked ever for anything, <coughs> like all the creeps, and somehow get perfect uh. awkward shots. Uh. <laughs> What that reminded me of is, uh, like, how they get the weird people is the dude in that I think you should leave show in the car focus group. <laughs> you have no good car ideas. <laughs> 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 you love your mother-in-law. That guy was great. That guy was fucking amazing. And I'm like, I'm wondering, like, is that his real accent? Did he do a fake accent? Who yeah, is that they probably, guy? They probably just cast like some like weird guy. Yeah, he comes in and he's like, "Hello," and they're like, "Perfect." There we go. <laughs> God, let's you. do it. Yeah, solid. But um, yeah, I definitely have like a new appreciation for Tim and Eric. I used to hate him. I used to be like, "What the fuck is? Why do people like this? It's dumb, but it's like too dumb." But you know how things get so bad that they wrap back around to good. Like, yeah. it, it didn't get to that point for me when I would watch it before. But I think I just, uh, I just wasn't being, I wasn't being silly enough. It's got to be a little silly goose. That's all that is. Do you guys, <laughs> never mind. I remembered, a, I remembered a, a meme I saw, but then I didn't want to describe a meme on a podcast. I hate doing that. Yeah. Especially when they're like real in depth, when they like. This has been like a, three a very reference-heavy podcast already. Yeah. So, what else do you think we could reference? Um, we got we got the NASCAR. We got. Um, oh, I'm I don't just think gonna we reference things about, that we've already referenced. I don't think we talked about um, Pet Cemetery. Has anybody seen Pet Cemetery? No. Oh no, I haven't seen that yet. Don't go down that way. This is a reference. Does the new one have that guy as well? Uh, it has that character, and he's, but, but he doesn't sound like that. No, he's uh, he's played by John Lithgow, and he actually does a really good job. So Should I was upset too. I was like, why does he not have a fucking <laughs> the redneck voice, the drawl? But John Lithgow did a good job. But he didn't say, "Don't go down that road." He never said. They never that. say that. They never say that in the original movie either. That's right. They do never say that in the original movie. They they say that in the South Park. Yeah, I was gonna say. I think we're thinking of South Park fun of making fun of it. <laughs> I think I'm more familiar with like South Park spoofing it than than I am the actual movie, which I've probably only seen once. Which is a, which again is a great episode of fucking South Park. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So um, you guys uh hear about this 50th anniversary of Woodstock? That's going yeah, down. I, I heard about it. Nah. You know, no, I saw the lineup and I just remember like being super unimpressed with the lineup. It was just like, just like every other like you know summer music festival, but not even as good. Like not quite on par with like Coachella or even some of the second tier ones. Uh, like fire and a. It bottle. was like mediocre. Um. Yeah, I'm trying to find. Here's like a lineup and tickets thing. But yeah, the lineup was uh, 
Jay-Z, The Killers, Chance the Rapper, The Black Keys, Hazley, Robert Plant, Miley Cyrus, Common, Sturgill Simpson, Jack White's The Raconteurs. It's like, yeah, just a random thing. Just, yeah, I mean, there's nothing special about it. Well, turns out that the investors also saw this list of, you know, performing acts and pulled all their money from the festival and said that they don't think that uh, the quote was something like uh, the way that the production is being handled like won't uh, won't do justice to the brand and name of Woodstock. Yeah, they probably saw that fucking Firefest documentary and were like, <laughs> you know what, hold up. You're not doing that to the Woodstock legacy. Yeah. Um, Imagine if fucking, dude, Woodstock, the shit that went down at, you know, the big Woodstock in 69, and even the one in, like, the 90s. The one where Limp Biscuit fucking like, made everybody throw their shit at everyone. Yeah. There was some crazy Fling shit. Fling your happened. poop in the air. <laughs> shit in your hand and then throw it. Shit in your hand and then throw it. Shit in your hand. I, I mean, I don't think that's really what they said. But they're paraphrasing, but yeah, yeah you know. But that sounds like what they said. Pretty pretty close. So all that shit happened there. Can you imagine the fucking shit that would go down at Woodstock 2019 or 2020 or whenever it was? Ugh. It would have been bad. And everything would have been recorded on phones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It would have been horrible. First hand. So that shit is canceled. Weren't they, canceled. Weren't they bringing back the Warp Tour too? No, the Warp Tour... It never went anywhere, but this year it's only it's like the warped. Fe- it's like one show. It's like a festival. Oh, I wonder if that's going to be canceled. I don't know. That one's that one actually had a pretty good lineup. Because now I'd everyone, everyone that was going to go to Woodstock is now going to go to the Warp Tour show, and then they're going to get over overflowing with tickets, and they're going to be like, we don't uh, have enough porter potties. That's how that's going to work at all. No porter potties. No food. We're going to have to shut this bitch down. They're on completely different sides of the country from one another. I don't I don't think that, you know, like the Woodstock overflow is just going to trickle down to the San Jose, to the Warp Tour. you never seen people. I, th- I think it will. Yeah, people will. travel all around the world you think for the, shitty music festivals. Yeah, I mean, maybe there's like some sort of new school hippies that drive across country in, in VW buses. They... I think so. I, I don't think that's a thing. They, I know people. I, I I've known people who do that. Yeah, and they run on vegetable oil. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a real thing. Yeah, maybe. I mean, but at the same time, you know, you look at the lineup. Are, are people really going from from Miley Cyrus and Jay Z to whatever the Warp Tour has? No, 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 no. What 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 I think he's saying is all the people who wanted to go to this new Woodstock and saw what was playing there are now shifting over because that's not an option. It's not an option to go see Miley Cyrus and fucking all this mumble rap bullshit that's not Woodstock. Let's see. I think I have a... Uh, that's I'm, how I'm taking it. Yeah. I think I have this uh, lineup here for the Warped... 25 years brought to you by Journeys. Wait, are Vant Journeys owned by Vans? Yes. Better be. That seems a little weird. Journeys is a store. Yeah. It's, it's like a shoe store. They probably sell Vans. 
special performances by Charlie Tuna and Cut Chemist, Emery, Hawthorne Heights, Simple Plan, We the Kings, Peter McPoland and the Haps. Uh, Three Eleven is the first first one on the bill. So, yeah, that is kind of a drastic change. <laughs> but I mean, just to go and do a show and festival, people that like, especially people that heard about it, got the time off work, and then saved up money, they could just change their request off dates. Yeah, and do but, something. Uh, I'm sure there's you know music festivals that are a lot closer in proximity. I was just thinking. But um, I don't know, man. This seems kind of horrible. Music festivals seem more Music horrible. Music festivals fucking suck, dude. Like honestly. Like now, I- now see, it's it's real hard because like I spent a lot of a lot of my like Labor Day and Memorial Day weekends going to a festival growing up. Yeah, the strawberry. Yeah, and in my like young adult years, and I hear all these festivals that people go to, and like, they sound like shit. You know, like. I get that you want to go to a festival and get all like fucked up and have a good time. And that's like what they have become is you go to a festival to get fucked up and have a good time. Yeah. Just like, you know, these festivals, yeah. it doesn't seem like I would, it doesn't seem like, like the camaraderie that you would, that you would go to a festival for like the strawberry or like even like the old school, like gatherings. I used to go to Ozfest when I was a teenager. Yeah. Ozfest was sweet back in the day. Seeing like you would camp, the people that you camp next to would become your friends. Everybody would kind of look out for each other. Everyone would have a good time. We're all here to fucking rock out and fucking experience life and do whatever. Yep. But now it seems like, you know, especially something like, you know, this Woodstock or Warp Tour, it feels almost like you're on your own in this giant fucking commotion of Firefest. It's these goddamn millennials. Mm-hmm. Oh, these millennials. And nobody wants to, you know, build that bond that I think is really like the huge part of a music festival is the bond that you have with the other people there. You're like, hey, yeah. we fucking, we're out of society right now and we're doing this. Everybody just wants to snort Molly off the lid of a toilet seat in a porta potty. <laughs> yeah, and that's not even porcelain. What are you doing here? That's like Part that rough gross. plastic on playgrounds. You can't line off that. It's going to eat up all your drugs. All of them. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I don't know, man. There's just, like, no appeal for these kind of festivals. And especially the older I get. I can't... Mm-hmm. I mean, though, every every day I get more and more, like... You know, I can't sleep outside of my bed. I went to a music festival <laughs> this past fall, and it was just a fucking chore having to, like, walk from, like, one side of this, this amphitheater to the other, you know, because they had, like several different stages yeah and it was like a fucking mile trek you know to get from one side of the the place to the other and it was just it's like i'm in my 30s now my knees are bad i don't want to fucking deal with this yeah not today not ever um there was one more thing that oh yeah (coughs) did we talk about nascar yeah we talked about nascar We talked about NASCAR in the right. beginning. And then All right, just making sure. Do you know where they got the, 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 the word NASCAR? No. It's an acronym, and it stands for, um, you just never, oh, never Fuck. accept. Fucking Never wrong. accept shit. Cause, Fucking wrong. Because always, never accept shit, because always. Because always what? Because huh? always raining. Ah. Uh. 
Never accept shit because it's raining, huh? No. It's, no. No. Is that what I said? <laughs> yeah. Never accept shit because always raining. Yeah. No. So what happened is back in the day, uh, these two dudes just race around this track as they're going really, really fast. And this drunk dude, every time the car went by, I was like, that's a nice car, ain't it? <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't tell if this was going to be a real story or not. And then now I know it is yeah. towards the end. Man, that's crazy. And that's, it was just the twang? Yeah. And the twang made the name. That's a real NASCAR right there. That's a NASCAR. And people like to say that it stands for National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, but that's bullshit. That's fucking bullshit. Yeah. That's a fucking lie. Might as well lie. be Fred Durst on a stage telling people to shit in their hands and throw it up. <laughs> for real. <laughs> All right, let's do wrenches and gears real quick. <laughs> Wrenches and gears, we're talking wrenches and gears. Wrenches and gears. Yeah, what up? Welcome to Wrenches and Gears. Hey, what's happening? Whoa, <laughs> who is? Who are you? Who is this? Hey, wait, who are you? New there? guy Wayland. Hey, Wayland, how are you? Wrenches and gears. Here I'm we doing. Are. I'm doing it. pretty good, Michael. How is you doing? Hey, I'm doing great. You know why? Because today we're talking NASCAR. Oh my goodness. Have you met Will Wafts? Uh, yeah. DJ, DJ Will Wafts. Yeah. I used to. What? I used what? to. Is, um, is, this, is, is this nasty Nathan from behind the garage? It's Wayland, though. It's Wayland. Wayland from from Portmouth. <laughs> and that was Wrenches and Gears. <laughs> of the three episodes of Wrenches and Gears we did today, I would say that one's like in the middle. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely yeah. right down right down the middle. Right down the myrtle. Mm-hmm. One of those will be the Wrenches and Gears episode for sure. Uh, there's one more thing that I wanted to talk about in, uh, in science. And fucking today's a day of references and theme songs because now we need a goddamn science theme song. But I have that pulled up so we don't have to do that one. Like, you know. Is it the only science theme song that matters? It is. All right. It's the only science theme song that matters. And now that you say that... I gotta do it. <laughs> uh, here it comes. Hold on. Any second. Uh, I'm holding. It's gonna happen. Oh wait, Bill can't hear. You he can. He'll know. He'll know what it is. Cause I'm gonna chant. Cold blood. Cold blood. Slimy. No, no, that's not right. <laughs> Slimy. Science rules. Do you know what we played, Bill? Not the fuck at all. Really? What? What? Your name is Bill. You're a 90s kid and you don't know what the fuck we were just referencing? Nope. That's bizarre. I think you're lying. <laughs> anyway, today in science, there was a Alzheimer's medication uh, that was... I probably should have had this pulled up. There's an Alzheimer's medication that they had 
made at this place, like some sort of a university or something like that. Okay. And um, God, I want to say the place, but I can't find it. Um, they made this pill for Alzheimer's. You take it, it helps uh, do something in your brain, blah, blah, blah. But some unintended side effect that it has is that it stops an enzyme in from being produced in your mouth that helps regrow dentin. So it can cure cavities and regrow broken teeth. Like teeth that are fucking all the way broken out. It like can actually grow tooth on top of it and then continue to grow. Because usually you could grow like a little layer. But it's just like regrowing teeth. And they accidentally figured it out with this Alzheimer's medication. And now they're going to flip it and just market it as like a, like a dentist-free pill that you just take in it regrows your dead teeth and cavities and shit. It was insane. Yeah. No, no, that's not real. That's not real. There's no way that I can take a pill that'll give me fucking teeth again. Oh, it's real. Uh here, I have this article right oh, here. Uh, and this is This is from uh, you know, there's all kind the one that I'm reading is from Vice. It's from Motherboard Vice. And then there's. I'd really rather see like New York Times or. There's a. I'd I'd much rather see like BBC talk about it. NBC News, uh, PGA Dentistry, New York Daily News, Scientific America, Science Daily. Pill. And is the FDA approved this? Uh, I think this is uh, relatively new. Or is it like a clinical study that's like going on? Uh, well, actually, this looks like this article that I found is like a year old, so it probably should be uh, should be coming out pretty soon. But yeah, this is from Thrillist. I don't know. I'm not finding like any reputable sources. Well, maybe it was just maybe it was just fake news that I read. Maybe. But I don't know. That Vice article uh, was pretty crazy. And if that because is... Because I, I would be all about it if that's a for real thing, dude. Yeah, if that is the case, that's a trip. And it's like, why not? We we didn't even really like understand DNA until like the 90s, which is a trip to think about. And now everyone's fucking spitting into vials and getting their ancestry done. You know, like, I would really like to do that. Uh, Ancestry.com or 23andMe or whatever? Have you done that? Yeah, because I have my my mom's whole side. Like, I know all of the story um, there. My grandma was all into genealogy, like, before the DNA testing and shit. But she used to, like, study our family history. So I have... And have a whole giant book of, like, the family tree. Been hearing about it, yeah. Yeah. But I... from, From what I hear, a lot of people their parents or grandparents were into that shit and they were wrong as fuck. Like, when you do it, you find out that you really had all this, like, extra stuff or had a whole yeah. other lineage of your family that you didn't know of. I feel like most of my knowledge on this subject matter, again, comes from a South Park episode. Yeah, true. But I feel like 
I feel like what happened a lot in uh, it's like the telemarketer rule happened where people would come to America, you know, our our grandparents and great grandparents come to America. Hey, where are you from? Oh, we're from uh, we're from England, even though they were from, you know, some uh, some horrible part of Russia or just some like, you know, people were either because of being judged from being from a certain part of the world. They're like, oh, you know, I'm I'm from here. I'm from there. Just like how telemarketers are like, my name is Bob Smith from Texas because you're not going to want to give your credit card information to a guy in Sri Lanka. Right. So I feel like a lot of it got muddied up just from, you know, racism and nationalism in the past. It'd be interesting, but it's like how much... uh, how much is it? It's like less than a hundred bucks, right? NASCAR tickets? <laughs> Alright, so there's 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 some there's some scientifical standings behind it. But I don't know, man. It still seems to be that like some reti- very few like sources seem to have any like real answers about what it is or whether the news came from you talking teeth yeah this is the telegraph uh uk and i don't don't believe them for a second telegraph.uk yeah you're talking about british people talking about i guess yeah talking about the actual college in which that they did the study at so that gives me more than that if anyone would need this pill it would certainly be the united kingdom but True that, governor. So it says that it was at King's University. King's College London, yeah. That's probably what they're spending their entire like budget on for like contributing to the world. England. It's, <laughs> they're like, it's probably just like yeah, <laughs> billions and billions of pounds going into, you know, financing this this research. It's the whole reason they're doing Brexit. Billions of pounds is like only three hundred dollars though. They should probably no. put in more. No, yeah. the pound is worth more than the dollar is, is right joke, now, bro. God, <laughs> is it? Sorry, I know my money conversions. Yeah. Hey, is. my name's Prince Prince Charles, and me teeth is missing because me had too much figgy pudding. I did. I did. I did. I did. And that's it. We'll end it on Prince Charles. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, Bill. Bye. Natural habitat recording.